Assalamualaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. Good evening, khairanant, mawani, and a hearty welcome to the Shahida Kali Show. And of course, the excitement about the tour that we've been on, the Back to Your Roots tour. Oh, lekker to speak about it and make it alive and really wanting to bring it to the people so that you get a sense that you were on the tour with us and experience the beauty and the specialness of the stunning tour. Well, in the studio with me this evening is Latifa Kuzain, who is the owner of Cut Above Travel and Tours, and she is a professional tour guide, particularly focusing on inbound tours. And I also speak with Fatih Behadin, who is the CEO of Suburban Travel and Tours. Assalamu alaikum and welcome to the program. Wa alaikum salam, Shaida. Oh, we're all so excited to be here. Yeah, you know what? It's wonderful. Doesn't it feel like we're still busy on the tour? <laughs> it feels like that, Latifa, doesn't it? Oh, definitely, definitely. You yeah. know, it was just so an amazing, amazing tour. And I mean, the excitement is still rest with us. We we still feel like we, we're in Indonesia. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Especially, Shaida, when we, when we meet again, together again. And, uh, you know, it just brings back fond memories of this particular tour. And of course, you have Latifa all dressed up as if she's an Indonesian Macy. <laughs> I couldn't resist. I must tell the listeners that she was not just Latifa on the tour, she was Queen Latifa. Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. That brings back such fond memories. Eh? Brings back the memories of how we sang in the bus and Queen Latifa did her singing act as well. <laughs> Well, it's amazing when you're happy what talent comes out, but we really had a wonderful time. I think all of you, Shahida, and everybody that was part of the team was just as colorful. Alhamdulillah, that's great. Alhamdulillah. So perhaps to start off by, by speaking about, you know, we started the tour, we left on the 16th of December 2015, and then we arrived in Jakarta. What did it feel like, Latifa, when you first set foot on in Jakarta? And, yeah, just the thoughts and the feelings that went through your mind. Oh, Shahida, I think it was extremely emotional. I mean, when we arrived there, we um, found ourselves uh, going through customs and and getting through to the exit and waiting for our coach. And... Um, and the Consul General was with us all the time. My feeling was, um, you know, it was such an awesome feeling, just overwhelming in a way that I, I, I never ever uh, thought for a thousand years that I would end up in Indonesia. And Alhamdulillah, through um, Brother Fatih that I met in um, during Ramadan, also on one of the Voice of the Cape um, talk shows that invited me on this tour. And I'm very, very grateful that Allah Ta'ala guided me on this tour. And when I, I uh, arrived there um, immediately I felt the peace and the ambience of the people you know it was just so beautiful it was peaceful it was tranquil and we just I felt like I belonged I really felt that I was back home so mm-hmm. it was it was a wonderful feeling alhamdulillah I'd like to add to that also Shaida and I think what's important for your listeners to 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 realize is that everybody who was on this particular tour um, were probably the first people in their entire families who, who returned back to the to the land of their forefathers, and I'm talking about really about more than 350 years ago, when our forefathers uh, uh, arrived in the Cape, and I think. Probably 99% of the group that uh, went on this particular tour, when they set foot 
on the land in Indonesia. They were the first ones to return. And that, to me, it was a very, very, very special moment, you know, to, to finally be back, to say, yes, I am back. Yes, uh, thanks to my mom, my great, great, great parents. Uh, but it's also a sad moment because, you know, there's been a long gap between... Uh, between us and, and them but it's still certainly a fantastic time to be back again alhamdulillah and for me the wonderfulness was as we arrived at the airport that Sheikh Hassan Talib also made a beautiful dua acknowledging the contribution of our forefathers and also praising Allah that Allah had given us the opportunity to go back there and to embrace our family and I think for me the highlights of this tour or one of the highlights was also that my goodness I met my family there who shared my surname. I went to a wedding and only to find out that, you know, this is my family because they shared my, my surname and there are so few of us. So it was amazing to meet the Arifdins in Indonesia. That was stunning. So let's just go back to, there was a, so many highlights um, on this trip. But you had the honor, Latifa, to visit Banten and be received there by members of uh, government representatives, etc. Perhaps to, and I'm just having a thought, before we go to Banten, first to speak about the very first day as we arrived, we thought we were going to go and rest, but they were just saying to us, no, 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 you're going to be going to the Department of Foreign Affairs and you're going to meet the Ministry of Tourism and off we went, perhaps to share with us your thoughts on those meetings. <laughs> yes, it's true, Shada. I mean, we were really on the roller coaster, you know, when we got there, we immediately had to just get dressed and be ready at two o'clock to meet, um, to be taken with Frida, the Secretary to the Ministry. Ministry of Foreign Affairs first and then afterwards to tourism and when we arrived at the um, Ministry of Foreign Affairs, I mean these people were just so beautiful they always welcomed us with such a, you know, with the um, I mean I remember as a child we also just used to drink weak tea, float tea and it all come back from our ancestors and they welcome us with that and the um, traditional uh, um, I think they had something wrapped into in a banana leaf uh, it was like a I, I think it was um, made of maize or something, but it's their delicacy. So um, they welcomed us and um, we sat and he said that he could see that we were extremely tired, but it was such an honor for him to have us as, our, as his guest. And likewise, we felt the very same. And I mean, the enthusiasm of this um, Minister of Foreign Affairs that uh, he had and how he was so proud to be linked with us in South Africa with uh, our, I mean, the ancestors, I mean, with the uh, offspring of um, uh, um, the Indo our ancestors that come from Indonesia. So for me, that was a, a very warm welcome and also an, um, a start to a, uh, can I say, productive and, and a future uh, uh, um, collaboration in enhancing our heritage and our our roots. This was back to our roots, but also to make sure where we come from. And for me, that was very important. Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah, it was really, really great. And for me too, it was the start of the the business opportunities that was going to grow from this visit as well. And then, of course, we went to meet the Director General of Tourism. Now, wasn't it 
such a great opportunity to meet this lady all dressed beautifully. Your thoughts on that? Oh, yes, she was wonderful. I mean, she sort of celebrated the African colors with the yellow and then also the, the, the um, batik uh, skirt that she had, but it represented the colors of the South African flag. Absolutely. And Latifa, I'm going to ask you to hold your thought. We need to take a very short break. When we come back, we will continue with this discussion. Stay with us. continue with our discussion. I'm Shahida Kali. I'm speaking with Latifa Kuzain and Fatih Behadin. And so we are busy visiting the Director General of Tourism in Jakarta, beautifully attired, as you described, in the colors of our South African flag. What for me was the highlight was, she explained that part of, you know, I mean, in this journey we discovered so many of our um, things that we do here that actually came from our forefathers and she was describing how mommies would turn a cloth like a towel around your tummy when you've had a baby like steer debunt it a little and she was explaining it I'm thinking oh my word that what that's what my mom did what were your feelings <laughs> exactly exactly the same I mean I remember also after giving Birth. That's what they did. Yeah. And, and I mean, and, and it all came, we have so many similarities. The yes. colorfulness, the way they dress. I mean, the women, it was just so beautiful. Yeah. And I mean, just to hear that it comes from, I mean, it, it started there. And that is why it was implemented in us. We just hope that and trust that we can carry that on to the future generation. Inshallah. <laughs> I just also wanted to ask you, this was our first meeting. Didn't it stand out for you, the level of generosity here? We received gifts and all the time we received barakats. Alhamdulillah, yes, that is so true. I mean, that is also the nature of us. That is Absolutely. our people here in, in Cape Town. Yeah. When we visit, people are always, you know, you always get a little barakat. You must always take something home. Yes. And, I mean, it's such a beautiful feeling, and they were really, really very generous. And what was for me amazing also, I learned so much about Indonesia even while we were there because she did, a, she presented us with a presentation of wonderful Indonesia. And, I mean, I was actually so shocked when I saw that they had this... Uh, uh, um, like a sort of dinosaur reptile in their midst, remember? Mm -hmm. And I couldn't believe that there was still something that was still alive like that. It yeah. was huge. Yeah. And for me, that was quite quite interesting, to be quite honest, because that replica of such a, a lizard type of reptile is only in our um, South African museums. But yes. you still find find this live animal in, in Indonesia. So if you want to also want to do some... Um, 
game viewing in Indonesia. That's definitely something that you can look at besides the people and the the other uh, cultural events that will draw you. And besides our ancestry link, there are lots of things that that Indonesia will overwhelm you with. Now, that is so true. And and so perhaps now to move to Banten, you had the honor of um, visiting Banten, visiting, uh, you know, perhaps different shrines, meeting government officials, um, you had met ulama bodies, you had visited universities, and, and I mean, and I've met so many uh, beautiful people, but I think I'd like for you to start off by describing to our listeners the very reception that you received and how you were treated like royalty. Oh, yes, so true, Shaida. It's actually, it humbles a person. Ya Allah, Allah, so great. Because when we were, when they um, welcomed us, us in um, into Benton, we already had a police escort. That was one of it already. You know, they escorted us throughout our visit in Benton by, with the police. And um, and when we arrived, all of us, I mean, the, the, the royal treatment and the the humility of the people, I would say. Um, when we arrived, they welcomed us with a, a kasida ban, you know, glorifying our Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam. And it was litanies and chants that we are familiar with in South Africa, in Cape Town. And for me, what was very emotional was that I felt that just like they were welcoming our Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam into Medina. I mean, yeah, we were coming into Benton and with this beautifully litanies glorifying Allah, glorifying our salutations on our Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam. It was just so beautiful. There were lots of poverty and humility. I didn't see it as poverty. I saw it as, as humility. And what stand out, stands out for me in this whole trip, uh, uh, Shahida, which is the fact that from the very wealthy, from the sultans to the very poor, everyone had that same grain of character and conduct, which was humility. And our Nabi Muhammad loved to be amongst people like them. And I felt honored to be amongst the people of Benten. They welcomed us in. We were uh, we sat and had all the, the food and the barakat and also gifts. And we spoke to um, some older uh, elders, um, historians of Benten and then afterwards we went to Maksalah in the mosque and then we went to visit a maqam of one of the awliyas that they had there and it was also Mawlud uh, celebrations so the people were celebrating Mawlud at the uh, maqam of one of the awliya there so Alhamdulillah and then afterwards we went to the museum and and it was storming there at the time uh, I mean I was running bare feet I couldn't help because I'm a fisherman's daughter and I, I'm used to running bare feet in the mountain there in Cork Bay so it brought back fond memories and I just uh, I really felt honored to be there amongst the people and they welcomed us we met Mufti um, I think his name is Mufti Ali a great historian speaks beautifully English and he could explain to us the history in the um, Benton University pertaining to uh, uh, um, Sheikh Yusuf and how he came to um, work for the Sultan and marrying the Sultan's daughter and um, and how he started the revolt and how he was also um, manipulated uh, by the Dutch in saying that his daughter was captured and then had to surrender. We were also taken to the fort there. It brought back uh, 
I tell you, it's amazing. It just, you know, your stomach turned because of the emotions that ran through, ran through my veins. Mm-hmm. Alhamdulillah, it was beautiful. So perhaps two questions to ask. The one is, at, at this time, you were then starting to get a sense of the the statue of the person in Sheikh Yusuf um, al-Makassari. And... Also, this man who was so committed to spreading um, Islam, the word of Islam, and it's the very integrity of this man. So you, you're now starting to get a better sense or a deeper sense from the people of Indonesia in regard to that. So that's that's the one. And then on the other hand, I'm, I'm thinking of how it would have impacted on you in terms of relating to that and thinking, well, if this is my forefather, how, what am I supposed to take back in terms of my very way of being? Yeah. Alhamdulillah, um, Shaida. I think that's really a beautiful question that you asked me because I think we were all, in fact, I can just speak for myself, but mainly most of us in the group were very emotional about the fact that we are on the shores of our grandfathers and if it weren't for our grandfathers and especially Sheikh Yusuf um, we wouldn't have, we wouldn't have ha- tasted the the sweet um, what do you call it sweetness of Islam in 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 South Africa and especially in Cape Town and um, as a inbound tour operator my um, my my whole aim when I started my business was to to make people aware of our integrity as Muslims in South Africa. And I felt that it was a platform in tourism that I could use in order to 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 um, elaborate on that awareness, especially our first political exiles that arrived here was um, Sheikh Yusuf and um, most of our uliyas, um, Sheikh Mahmoud uh, Matabev Shah. And, um, what I felt was that it's important that our people and our children and all our Muslims here must feel the integrity that our forefathers and Sheikh Yusuf and all the Oliyas brought to South Africa. We are, it's, it's such an overwhelming feeling knowing that we are part of that silsila, you know, and the tolerance that we have amongst each other in South Africa. We do have our shortcomings. Alhamdulillah, we are aware of that. And because of that shortcomings, we can be forgiving of each other. But the humility and the characters that, that, that was revealed to us amongst all Indonesians just made us feel so proud. And it's important for our youth to feel that. It's important for our youth to have integrity, to stand tall. The women in Indonesia are, are, are celebrated. You know, they are strong women, the women of the of the orphanage uh, um, in Jakarta. So I feel that we get that from them. And, and I just, what I want to take back is that our, all of us here must feel, be, must feel proud that we are part of our, that we come from Indonesia. And wonderful, on that beautiful note, we have to take commercial news. When we come back, we will continue to speak about the highlights as experienced by Latifa Kuzain as well as Fatih Bihardin.
Welcome back. I'm Shahida Kali and I'm speaking with Latifa Kuzain as well as Fatih Behadin. The focus is the wonderful experience of the Back to Your Roots tour from Cape Town to Indonesia and back. And so now, just a thought, we are discussing and in this discussion, we will speak about the visiting of various shrines and 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 Particularly, these are the people who are referred to as the friends of Allah. Just your thoughts on that. You know, how do we, how do you view it when you do then visit these shrines in Indonesia and also here in Cape Town? Uh, first of all, um, yeah, we are blessed to have the barakah because uh, it is said that when you're close to the friends of Allah, you also receive the barakah. And I think all of us can say that um, this tour in itself, we've been with, we were 40 people. And um, the beauty that was shared amongst all of us and the love, I personally believe it was Allah's guidance and the barakah that we all received from the Oliyas, Alhamdulillah. When I do my tours in Cape Town, I make sure that I'm clothed properly, I respect our Oliyas, I make sure that the tourists and people, interested parties that are with are also covered properly and I make sure, and I, and I, I um, I um, inform them as to what the protocol is when we do visit the shrine and to have respect. And we would sit and then maybe recite, um, you know, we would recite and, and, and the guests would maybe just sit by the oliyas. And um, the real reason also, it's important for them to feel the ambience and the tranquility around um, the kramats and, and the oliyas here in, in South Africa so that they can feel the joy and the peace that was initially brought. Love, Islam is love. And our oliyas and um, all this, all our oliyas sacrificed. They went through an immense sacrifice and struggle to come to South Africa. They were regarded as leaders and affluent people and influential people and the Dutch feared them so much that the Dutch banished them to South Africa. Alhamdulillah, we are glad they were banished to South Africa. Yeah. You know, we can thank Allah because of them that we're Muslims and that we know Islam. So, um, and but we won't not uh, 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 try and overlook the fact of the, the fact that they'd gone through so much and, and, and that their struggles and that their um, sacrifices uh, was in vain. And may I just ask on that, because I think our people relate very strongly to Madiba. Um, you know, the person of Madiba, the sacrifices of Madiba, and we revere that and we appreciate and acknowledge that and the impact that it had on our lives. In this tour, did you get the sense that the same reverence is actually felt by the people of Indonesia about the person of Sheikh Yusuf? Definitely, definitely. But by and large, I think it's beautiful that um, uh, uh, Nelson Mandela, our, our previous president, was um, revered for his stature and his um, and his uh, ability to a freer nation and in my personal opinion I felt that Allah Ta'ala kept him in that cocoon in order to grant him wisdom in order to be the forgiving man that he was when he came out but reference was also made to Sheikh Yusuf uh, of Makassari and also to the Oliyas, the one that is buried at, at, at uh, um, um, Robin Island that Nelson Mandela regarded them highly because it was from them that they that they um, learned to forgive you know the members in in the in in the um, 
in prison and also we had the late Imam Basir that used to do dawah work and the prisons and um, President Nelson Mandela was extremely close to uh, Imam Basir yes. of uh, the late Imam Basir Alhamdulillah and um, when I, I'm not sure if I can touch on this but when I went to um, Badum uh, I visited the museum of the Afro-Asian Museum Mm-hmm. And it's good to speak about it at this stage, yes. Yeah, and um, there again, I was very emotional because I felt that it was here that our President Nelson Mandela, um, you know, they 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 got the con- most of the um, Bill of Rights in our Constitution was taken from um, the Afro-Asia um, Conference in order to know how it was to 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 live and tolerate and to uh, how can I say to um, Respect, humanity came from Indonesia. The one girl that took us around, uh, the curator of the museum, she said most people that come there would say, oh, you're all diverse, you know. And she said, we don't look at ourselves as as diverse. We look at ourselves as human beings. Mm -hmm. And uh, inshallah, make to her that South Africa could come to that point where we don't sort of uh, identify each other with a color code anymore as in the past. If we could just say human beings. Mm -hmm. Sometimes people make reference to say that that people are, um, you know, this kind of, these people with color did this and that on the beaches. I mean, we've just come back and heard all these racial comments. If we could just change our vocabulary and our, uh, our thoughts to say just humans that are not acting properly instead of having to color code them. Now, in, in the, at the Afro um, Asia Museum, um, they they illustrated, I mean, how um, many people came and it was since 1933 that the president of Indonesia had envisaged that, that wanted to free um, the Asian and, Afri- and African countries from apartheid, colonialism, etc. Yes. And since that, Afri- it was in 1955, they had the first Afro-Asian um, conference. Uh, conference. And 10 years after that conference, we had um, 36 African countries gain their independence. And it's wonderful because you, I'm, I'm thinking of the enormous courage that the Indonesians showed to bring together the peoples, the different peoples, you know, that were under oppression and, and you know, were colonialized and to bring them together to say, we have a voice and we will use this voice to stand up against colonialism. Exactly. And I mean, what more? And they had the prior to that, they knew they had Sheikh Yusuf. Sheikh Yusuf was a spiritual man. He was a political person. He had, you know, he was so close to Allah. He left Makassari. We went to Makassar, alhamdulillah. And, uh, and, and the Minister of Tourism explained to us um, his upbringing. And that was very profound. He came to the Sultan's palace with an older man. His mother was pregnant with him. And, um, and this, this older man asked uh, for refuge at the, at the palace. And the Sultan agreed. But he got scared because he saw that she was wasn't touching the bed and in the evening this was recitals of the Quranic Quranic recitals loud he then removed her and then asked her to come back and I mean she came back after Sheikh Yusuf was born and he was um, raised in the in the palace and got used to his daughter and when he wanted to get married the Sultan had uh, disagreed because he said I don't know your father we don't know whether that was a father or whether that was a husband because the old man had um, he disappeared the next day 
away. But then Sheikh Yusuf said that I am never coming to Makassar un- until I'm a Sufi. And in my opinion, I'm not saying I'm correct. The love for Allah, he was guided. That intensity for the love that he had for the Sultan's daughter, he showed he showed towards Allah. He went out and searched for, for Allah's love and he went through to he went to Arab to Arabia, he went to Makkah Medina and he became a learned scholar. And he also found so many Turuk along the way. So he had a spiritual connection with Allah Ta'ala. And he brought that back into his character and also his virility and his 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 um, courage that he wanted to save people from oppression because the Dutch wanted to oppress most of the people and oppression also steered people away from serving Allah the way they should. Mm-hmm. So it was it, for me it's it's also interesting and you see that spilling over almost in um, into the character of our own people as we stood up against apartheid and we're thinking about people like Imam Harun and, and so on. Very, very strong characters who stood up and said no to oppression. And then one, one gets a sense that you link it back to the forefathers and the position they took, didn't they? And I mean, really, they came back as in being enslaved. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. Like for me, also my grandfather, I mean, I'm so honored to be a fisherman's daughter. And my grandfather came here, I think, 1835, and his, fa- and his brother came with him. And my, my uncle died as a leper on um, uh, Robin Island. I didn't have any, any, um, I didn't find any information pertaining to that at the archives. But my grandfather managed to build a house in Cork Bay and built two boats. And he was also very privileged at the time that he went on Hajj. And they laid that foundation for us in order to follow them, you know. And everybody knows Sheikh Alawi in Makkah all the time. And my grandfather met with, with, with Sheikh Alawi, but he died very young. But the the characteristics and the way of life that they that they implemented at the time, you know, they weren't people that were... Um, Sheikhs or Maulanas, they were just simple people that lived their lives as best they can righteously. And in Kukwe was always a place that was no matter how, I mean, while people were living apart outside, everybody lived together. The Christians, the whites, the blacks went to a Catholic school, you know, we had Milanese living next to us. But people had the sense of integrity and respect for each other despite color creed and and I am I get emotional because I'm thankful to that because of my grandfather that came from Indonesia and I could just see that portrayed by everyone in in in, in Indonesia and at Benton we had met with the also ministry or the mayoral in Benton and the gentleman I think he was a sheikh or something he sat opposite me and he reminded me ex- so much of my father, you know, because of the of the eyes, yeah, the color eyes of yeah, my father. Yeah, yeah. I and had that experience when we were in Makassar, and we were at, uh, you know, one of the. I think it was the minister of tourism, and I'm sitting and I'm watching this man, and I'm thinking, but he looks like my father, you know. So I think I had that experience, and I think many, many of the tourists and people who were a part of the tour experienced that. How often didn't I see someone who looked exactly like someone at home, and I thought. Mustn't I take a pic and 
send it to them. But it was like, you know, when you were walking around, it was really, really like you were walking in Cape Town and seeing the titties and the buttas of Cape Town. Didn't it feel like that for you as well? Exactly, Shaida. It really was like that, you know. And I mean, the sense of pride that you feel that you're Muslim and you come from Indonesia was just so amazing. I just want to mention that to the Minister of Tourism in Makassar when we were there and um, Brother Fatih had mentioned to him that I had also done some research and traced my grandfather back to Jakarta but he always felt that that my grandfather could have come from Makassar Mm -hmm. and we also had the opportunity to go to the harbour which was also extremely emotional for all of us knowing how um, Brother Fatih was saying that you know all of them were sort of just sort of like cattle pushed into the ships to to go off to to the Cape of Good Hope and um, and it was there that um, my grandfather's name was Muhammad uh, Hussein Hussein and then he said he first of all he said he's a Hussein he reminded you of your father yeah. the, the gentleman said I'm also Hussein yes and then he said everybody that's that's a, a, a Hussein Muhammad Hussein is directly linked to the Sultan at Sainuddin yes and I mean you felt like a royalty sitting absolutely. there <laughs> oh absolutely besides the fact that you were treated like royalty you certainly felt like royalty I, I felt like I was a princess as well <laughs> exactly you know the police escorts yeah. and all that and then having all our buttercuts and everybody just sort of like you know welcome, welcoming us every 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 place where we went to was just an amazing response we really and I mean I, I'd like us to speak about you know the educational experience um, and the exchange programs that were mentioned and perhaps also some business opportunities even exports you know we're talking about the such a niche in the market of batik and batik shirts madiba wall batik shirts all the time you know and so how that is a niche in the market but I want to also bring in some of the fun I mean here we were on the bus all of us and I mean if we were 40 I would say about 90% 90% of us could not sing a note, did not know the full words of one song and about 5% of us were good. My man said was gesung and I really wish I had the clip with me that I could play it but I just wanted you to sketch. I mean I have a video with Latifa dancing in the middle of the bus and I was singing and I mean really I do, I la la all the time and I la la all the time in the bus but perhaps just to share some of the fun experience that we had. I think that was just so amazing when we were in that bus, you know. I mean, everybody was just, I mean, it was just like someone started yeah. or something and then everybody else ends of it and everybody yes. was saying someone would know maybe the rhythm and the others would know some of the words. And, and then, then you hear, skondia, skondia. <laughs> <laughs> we hear Zanti Fatima now and she was singing Ruasa and it was just good. I, I just remember what I think is Muhammad who sang Mora Mora Tani Tani now. It was such fun. And one really just wish that, you know, the people of Cape Town were on the bus together with us to really experience it. It kind of took me back to the times when you are at the Karamat here in Makassar in Cape Town and you singing those songs. It was yes, just we, Yes, we used to go annually on, on, on um, Easter. Yes. As children, we used to go and camp in at, yeah. at the Karamat, you know. Yeah. So that was also extremely, it was really a, a joyful event for us as a child. But back on the bus also and back in part of our group we had quite a few of our other brothers and sisters 
Indians, sisters who comes from the Indian community. Yeah. And I mean, there was never any differentiation between anyone there on the coach, you know. I mean, yeah. I was singing, I mean, I think it was Praves, one of the cameramen was yes. singing in Hindi song with yes. it. I remember that. <laughs> and Atika was sitting next to yeah. me and she was shyly trying to also put in the words. Yeah. But I mean, everybody was just, we just felt as one. And I mean, it just, I think it was just, you know, sometimes there's no, no words suffice to explain the overwhelming feeling that we had. But at the end of the day, it was just a feeling of love that brought about joy and such a successful trip. I can only but ask Allah to grant uh, uh, Fatih, you know, success Inshallah. in getting all of us, all Inshallah. of the people here yeah, back to the roots, Fatih, you know, you don't have to have the energy. So alhamdulillah, yeah, shukran, it was a wonderful travel. Yes, I also like to add by on that uh, experience on the bus. I think it all literally started when Fatih said, Ladies and gentlemen, we now present to you Queen Latifa. Put your hands together for Queen Latifa. And then it was Queen Shahida. <laughs> and so we went on. And, and everybody was introduced to sing a song. All 40 of us had an opportunity. And we all participated. And that was also great about this particular group of people that, we, that, were, that experienced that moment. But uh, I think the part that I liked was if you started a song, you needn't have known the words to finish it. Someone else was going to finish it for you. Yes, no, definitely. I mean, we sang from numbers in in the 60s, Auntie Fatma could remember those songs, and those who were uh, younger, like myself, you know, could only arm by. Um, but, oh, and uh, you rapped! Oh, yes, and I had to be, because, you know, I'm probably the youngest in the group. Uh, <laughs> So I, I could good. I could rap a little bit, yes. Uh, but obviously, like all of us, we couldn't finish all the songs, but that was all part of, uh, of the fun uh, on that particular time. In fact, you know, I have, and, and I'm hoping to play it into a program in the future as well, I have Latifa clips of Molud that was performed in the bus as well, you know, at the time by our people. And it was just so good because there were moments when Kira was recited, moments when Molud was performed, moments when we sang along, moments when we danced along. We danced along with the children in Bandung again, you know, at the uh, cultural concert where I visited and it was absolutely stunning. And you know what? I wish people could see visually what I'm doing. Remember the game where we clapped like kind of clap and you clap the one hand on the other one's hand, clap on the other one's hand and you clap with both hands like that and you do it on your body. I, I, I'm trying to explain how we did that. The children in Bandung actually did that with us. I thought, my goodness, this also comes from Indonesia because they were doing that with us and it was one of the cultural um, games and ways of being when they were um, experiencing fun and games, etc. So that was also so absolutely wonderful. But let's Take the, the Fatih you were going to say. Yes, uh, I think what was amazing about the particular show is that um, the they were very good teachers, and um, I think my whole group uh, could learn to play the anklung. And I must ex explain to your listeners that the anklung is basically bamboo, all mm -hmm. different sizes and different yeah. thicknesses. But in within half an hour, you guys could play do re mi fa sol la ti do and a yes. couple of other songs also. So yes, I, and I think this this that particular show um, is made not just for 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 uh, the young, but also for the old. You know, um, so it's it's pretty well balanced. And I think we all participated in in joining this concert. And I think uh, if we if 
any of your listeners are fortunate to be able to go back to their roots, that is certainly a must to be able to, to experience, you know, to come back and know that I'm a musician. Absolutely, you know? <laughs> absolutely. Oh, I loved it because I love my music and my dance. And then in this whole concert, the, you know, the children, each of the children are of, you know, the, the concert that made up the whole concert, and it's the local children of Bandung, then comes and chooses a person in the audience. And I was so pleased that I was chosen because I could go down into the center and just dance with the children and it was it was such a beautiful moment and the connection that you felt with the children was really just stunning and, and in saying that Shada, I'd like to also let your listeners know that you know uh, this particular tour is very very well balanced I mean you mentioned now about dancing and singing um, and just a few days before that we were crying not in sana again at the orphanage you know so orphanage. that's in Islam you know <laughs> life must be a balance so yeah. we have a lot of emotions, but different types of emotions that we experience on, on this particular tour. But I also also like to mention to your listeners that uh, in Bandung, the way we experience the, the, the music uh, concert, Bandung is also the town where most of our forefathers were the tailors came from. Um, and that's where I like to take our people because none of us unfortunately experience this part of it but you know you come into Bandung and you go to 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 the tailors um, they'll be able to take your measurements and make your designer suit and by the time you come back to the hotel your designer suit is made for you and um, and what's happened uh, of recent in I think probably in the last 12 to 15 years is that all the international designers of the world um, and that's what you guys saw also is that they discovered that some of the best tailors came from Bandung which are our forefathers you know and and today uh, they are making all these designer clothing and it's get exported to to Europe and, and and to the states and we were fortunate to be there amongst these great people uh, with these amazing talents and but also fortunate in the sense that we could buy it at one tenth the price I think and that's where my big worry comes from Shaida is that wait 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 you oh, know I and it's my, my biggest worry <laughs> and people just got to kill in shopping you know? know and and, and more so you know when I talk about shopping also I might I know we need need to come to end quickly but this is one of the few places in the world that our rands, even how much is depreciated, could actually go, go very, very far, you know. I mean, we get 1,000 rupiah for one rand. And to give your listeners an idea, one packet of cigarettes costs 20 rand only, you know, and in comparison to Cape Town. So let's just get an idea of our cost of living. Yeah. So we need to take a break. When we come back, we'll talk more and we'll focus on the educational exchange as well as business opportunities. Stay with us. Welcome back. I'm Shahida Kali and I'm speaking with Latifa Kuzain and Fatih Behadin and we are focusing on our Back to Your Roots tour that we did um, of late and it was just so exciting, so stunning 
and fun loving lots of shopping and that's what i want to speak with latifa about every time you saw latifa going out to the shop she says because my weight is full and my goodness other people helping to carry her bags tell us about that latifa that was so exciting well to be quite honest i must have but i feel like a typical hypocrite because when father was telling me about the tour he said oh you're gonna be in bandung and you're gonna shop to jay tati us i mean i don't know when last i heard that name tati word tati but i said no father i'm just someone i like to see the place like to go to us because i even had to get another case to put the bag the, the shopping in but what was me very interesting i'm somebody i love traditional things from a country you know because basically you can't get everything else design the things you can't get in your own country you're obviously just going to pay an arm and a link leg for it but when i came across these um what do you call it the sarongs yes. and um uh, scarves and bags sets <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I think I bought Beautiful. it at the, yeah, at the Makassar uh, uh, Museum. And, and then, um, I mean, we had such, we had so many meetings that day that we were, I mean, by the time when we came to the Ulama, we never had any lunch. And um, when they served us those barakachis, I thought we could eat the box, box as well. Yeah. So, so of us was. But be that as it may, and then when we got into the coach, Fatih said, no, all of us must go to a wedding. And the first thing that you mind, what the outfit Really bright colored, I must tell your listeners. Very like your yellows and your Orange. uh, oranges. And, and I thought, how people wear that? But when I saw uh, Latifa and, and um, Frida getting dressed for this wedding, yes. I was astounded. I mean, I was really so, I said to myself, no, no, I must get my wife all of these things. <laughs> I and I must know. get my sisters all these things. Yes. Because they look, look so be- beautiful and, and pretty. And, and, you know, and it was so cheap also. And when I yeah. asked them, where did they buy it? I, I was not a shopper, brought us, bought about 20 of these outfits, you know. Well, I must uh, tell you, and I'm not a shopper as well. I bought yeah. for myself and my daughter and all my sisters as well. So if anybody wants to see, make an appointment with, with Latifa Kuzain of, of uh, Cut About the Rest Tours. And you can see the designer outfits that she's yeah. got. And, and I promise your listeners, they will want to buy it. I know, Latifa, you should actually put your, your head, you wore one of them again, you know, when you were back, to perhaps put it on your website seriously because I thought it looked so smart. No, no, that is definitely the intention, okay, you know, good. to sort of put it on the website. Good. And and let's talk about the business opportunities at this time. You know, we, we're talking about batik, that there is such a niche in the market for people to actually bring in batik, the material as well as garments. And then let's talk about, you know, perhaps um, Fatih can share some of the ideas that had come out in terms of educational exchange programs. 
No, yes, I uh, certainly would like to do that. But going back on your first question about the batik, I think, you know, uh, we are very fortunate that we had the perfect model to to, to, to wear the, the batik, and there was none better than uh, President Nelson Mandela, you Absolutely. know. And, and, and he, we all know how handsome he looked in that. Yeah. And, um, and the beauty about the batik is it's, it's, it's all individually made. We went to the, to the, to the factory to show us yes. how it was done and how artistic these people are to be able to draw these things free a free hand uh, but expensive but you get the real McCoy and it's only only if you wear it only you will have it nobody yeah. else in the world will be able to have it and yes batik is, is a beautiful thing and I think we um, should start wearing it because we need to be proud of who we are yeah. you know and I, I'm i very proud of that because every Friday um, I go to to, to masjid uh, with my batik and I said to me and say he come to Indonesia enough but you know it's not about me wanting to be different it's me being wanting to be proud of who I am Absolutely. you know and yes uh, I think if somebody um, out there is interested i think it's going to be an amazing uh, business to, to, to go into um, and i think uh, shayda can share on that also uh, latifa sorry alhamdulillah yes that is really a, an amazing uh, um, idea and the fabric is beautiful batik is really beautiful but i must admit that i think for the people back home people don't really understand what batik is you know sometimes i think it's too much florals or designs so it's like they say perhaps like an acquired taste i tried buying um some batik for my family but but, um, but also latifa the the batik can can go across different colors it can be lighter it doesn't have to be so busy so people it's because we actually have so few batik here that people don't really understand the full range of batik. No, exactly. And that is why I think it's really important to want to import uh, uh, um, a sort of batik and also get our students here because this is what I also spoke to the Consul General. For me as a tour operator, I bought some of those items to put there so that people can purchase it and also to see what the batik shirts look like, you know, so that they have an idea. But the batik, um, uh, import, to import batik, it would, be, it would be excellent. I mean, even the material, because the size is here in Indonesia, but you buy a claim. Buy a, buy a claim. That was a big problem for us. But I'd like you to hold your thought, Fatih, because we need to take commercial news when we come back we can have your thought on that stay with us Shahida Kali, and again I'm speaking with Latifa Kuzain and Fatih Behadin. Our focus is our Back to Your Roots tour that we have enjoyed. And Fatih, you had a thought. We were speaking about Batik. What were you? What okay. was your thought? Uh, yes, thank you, Shahida. I was um, thinking actually more on the business sector yes. of, of the tour. Um, I'd like to also let your listeners know that I fondly used to call for the business people um, that Indonesia is a land of opportunity. Mm -hmm. and and so much so, so it's it's untapped market for South Africans. Yeah. And Indonesia is basically 
well-sourced uh, in natural minerals. And uh, there are fantastic opportunities because, uh, as I mentioned earlier on the program, the, our currency is basically on par. So we can get a lot for, for uh, products from, from Indonesia. And, for example, it's the batik. That's one uh, fantastic mm-hmm. business to go into. There's the furniture business. There's yes. the paper business. In fact, there's fruit. There's a big variety uh, of, of, of business opportunities for South Africans. And um, I normally plan a, a business delegation in October where Indonesia displays all their, their, their products uh, for the export and import markets. Uh, I would like to encourage uh, South African business people to think about going to Indonesia because there's certain amazing uh, opportunities on there. And in saying that also, um, you know, a lot of us go down to China, for example, because we think that's where all the bargains are. But I always say to people, you know, if I pay 10 rand for a watch in, in China, but I pay 12 rand in, in Indonesia, that difference of the two rand is literally for the quality of the other product. Mm-hmm. And if you're looking for quality, then Indonesia would be the market to, to go for. Yeah, and, and I think it's great that you're mentioning it, you know, there were and the difference of, of the products that were available. I'm thinking of uh, Chiribon, particularly where they described their blachang that they make. And then, uh, you know, also Rotang yes. is, you know, there's a lot of that that's being made over there as well that can be uh, business opportunities. Perhaps just to touch on the educational exchange programs that were mentioned and we will speak more about it um, you know in our future programs but perhaps just to touch on that Yes, um, that's probably one of my uh, targets that I'm trying to reach at is, is to have exchange programs uh, with, with students and that is why we've um, had so many meetings with the various educational institutions and it would be a dream come true if uh, our students could go over to Indonesia and learn more about our particular culture um, and for them to come over here and to learn more about how we've um, uh, grown in, into a community and take it back to them. Um, so yes, uh, even from and inshallah, my, my, my goal was one of the goals is, is to bring a uh, f- few students, two students from the Asafia Institute, the orphans, uh, to come study HIFS in, 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 in Cape Town for, for two to three years. Because I want you listeners also not to remember that Cape Town, at, uh, many years back, uh, were well known for the best Hafi students uh, in, in, in the country. We were best known for being the best uh, tailors best known for being the best uh, um, artisans, artisans and best known for being the best uh, cabinet makers. And these are the things I, I, I like to show people where you come in touch with, with, with these people. So yes, education is a very, very big part and it's something I'd like to encourage. And I hope that IPSA will also, uh, being, uh, being represented there, will be able to fulfill all those MOUs that were signed, inshallah. Inshallah. In fact, Sheikh Hassan mentioned that e- there was even focus on um, Islamic content exchange, That's you know, in terms yes. of their programs and so on. So I think there's a lot of excitement that is, you know, unfortunately, Sheikh Hassan couldn't be a part of this program yeah. because he was very excited to speak about it and sh- to share it. We're hoping to bring his voice in another program Inshallah. because we also know that there is there are books being written by Suraya Iso and um, contacts, you know, in which he she is going to have illustrations in the book that will speak about our narratives and the narrative of our forefathers and the history that we share. Um, so that's also very excited. She's in Auckland at the moment yeah. but she is a Buakapi she's from right. Buakap right. and so very very excited to, to even speak about that in uh, inshallah and yes in, in talking about the education part Shada, and as I've told you before that my ultimate goal inshallah is to have this part of history 
taught to our children in, uh, in, in, in school because what we learned about was Jan van Riebeek and, and, the, and, and the colonialists, and that's not important to us. What is important to us is how is about us, how we came about here, and the heroes that, uh, that we can as, aspire to, that can, can encourage us. And, and if our kids... Uh, should learn more about the, those things. They'll have a sense of, of identity. And, uh, and, uh, and I've said to you before also, it's only once we know our past and understand our past or our history, then inshallah our, our future could be brighter and better, inshallah. Inshallah, inshallah. So we have about, I think, two minutes left over in the program. Perhaps your last thought is going to be, and I'm going to ask both of you, um, you know, what would be a message that you'd want to tell the people of Cape Town? that would have grown from your experience of the tour and so let's start with latifa in in a little in a little bit of a uh kind of three-quarter minute well i think what i'd like to bring back from this tour is the fact that um uh, it's important it's it's greatly important that we should should go back to our roots and we find out where we come from to find out more about it to make it an integral part of each muslim each person because all i can say all of our forefathers came from indonesia and to know that you can feel proud you can walk tall and the confidence that you that exudes from that and as brother fatih was saying sheikh yusuf is a role model in our early years we can just feel proud to be muslims and to be proud of our lineage being a uh, linked to and our genealogy being linked to Indonesia. So that is all I can say. Feel proud, listeners. Feel feel that you must you want to know where you come from and be proud that you that you that our forefathers brought Islam to South Africa and also that we can gain from their humility and their tolerance. Alhamdulillah. Shukranjada. Summer, summer, uh, Latifa, well done and well said. Yes, uh, the message that I'd like to give your listeners is simply that on, on every tour that I've been, um, I've learned that uh, our people uh, over there are very, very humble people. They're very tolerant people. Um, they have a lot of humility and a lot of patience. And I think that is where we give the word that is born out of is called Sopang. You know, and even on the group that were there now for the last three weeks, that is something that we actually practice uh, naturally to, to, to be patient, to be, to be sopang and to be tolerant towards, towards each other. And that is what made this, this group so beautiful is because of simply that. Uh, so and Tamakasi to both of you. So I was speaking with Latifa Kuzain and she's the owner of Cut Above Travel and Tours. And I spoke with Fatih Bihardin, who is the CEO of Suburban Travel and Tours. Bye, Tamakasi. Assalamu alaikum. Sama sama. Wa alaikum salam to you, Shaida, and all your listeners. Wa alaikum salam to you, Shaida, and all the listeners. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. And good evening from me, Shahida Kali.